Hi, and welcome to NASIO Voices, where we talk all things state IT. I'm Amy Glasscock in Lexington, Kentucky. And I'm Alex Whitaker in Washington, D.C. Fall must be in the air because our own NASIO Director of Experience and Engagement, Emily Lane, is back on to talk with us about the NASIO Annual Conference coming up in just a week and a half. It's always great to talk to Emily to find out what we can expect at conference, and today we're going to do just that. Emily, welcome back to NASIO Voices, and thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. It's nice to be here. Yes. All right. Well, let's start with the basics as usual. When and where is the NASIO 2023 annual conference and who can attend? The annual conference will be in Minneapolis, October 8th through the 11th at the Hyatt Regency downtown. This was going to be huh, the location of our 2020 conference, um, but of course, those plans were postponed. To attend the conference, you must be an employee of a NASIO member entity, so either a company or a state, nonprofit or academic institution. Um, there are limits and uh, approval processes for attending, depending on which type of member you are. So the best thing to do would be to contact the primary liaison with NASIO. And if you're not sure who that is, you can always contact us and we can point you in the right direction. And I should note that online registration closes Monday, October 2nd, and there is no on-site registration. All right, great. Yeah, that's something we changed a couple of years ago. So you always want to make sure people don't show up not registered. Correct. All right. So let's just kind of talk about the different types of sessions that we're going to have. Let's start with the keynote sessions. I know that's something that our attendees always look forward to. Who do we have on deck for the keynote sessions for this event? The opening keynote on Monday morning is Annie Griffiths, who is a National Geographic photographer. Her talk draws on her extensive experience, uh, kind of traveling the world and working with people from many different cultures. And it's about how to connect to anyone, anywhere. The closing keynote Tuesday afternoon is Lital Marome. She is a thought leader on innovation and digital transformation. So she'll discuss how technologies um, like AI have changed and are changing our world and the way we do business. But rather than focusing on the technologies and their use cases, her focus is really on the mindset and moving away from a traditional linear thinking pattern to one that is exponential and results in new meaningful value. So there'll be lots of things to chew on kind of post-conference from her talk. Great. Yeah, sounds exciting. Really looking forward to it. What can we expect from the general sessions? So after the keynote on Monday, we'll have a fireside chat of sorts um, about the future role of the state CIO organization. So Dennis Goulet, Laura Clark, and Greg Hoffman will share their perspectives and uh, kind of pontificate uh, on what the future could hold for the role um, and for the organization. So Monday afternoon will be the outcome of this year's presidential initiative on creating a citizen-centric digital experience. Stephanie Dedman, our NASIO president, will lead and moderate that panel along with Katrina Flory, Mark Raymond, and Alan Fuller. And then Tuesday morning, we will um, highlight and discuss the insights gathered during the 2023 state CIO survey. 
So as you all know, this is an annual report that NACIO puts out, and it provides kind of a uh, peek behind the curtain into what CIOs are thinking and feeling. So our very own Doug Robinson will moderate that session along with Trina Zanow, Brian Tardiff, and Jonathan Askins. Great. Well, having seen a few iterations of that CIO survey, I know I'm looking forward to a conversation about it. Uh, so I know we are having learning lounges, which are kind of a breakout session format. What will those be like this time around, and what are the topics? Yeah, so we've sort of shaken up the uh, breakout sessions a little this year. We will have one set of learning lounges, and those will be Tuesday afternoon. Um, as a reminder for folks that have attended before, those are the 30-minute sessions that are held twice. These sessions will be on recently released publications or about-to-be-released publications in which NACIO was a partner. So those three topics are about using AI in the procurement process, changing the conversation around cloud services, and preparing for future shocks, so making individuals and organizations more resilient. So the change-up to the breakouts occurs on Monday morning, where we've replaced learning lounges with workshops. So the purpose of these is to get into the nitty-gritty a little more than the learning lounges often do. So there will be a leader to provide context and expertise around the topic, and then will be highly encouraging participation in conversation. So those three workshops all relate to governance around a topic that's explored in the CIO survey, and we'll really dig into how to structure programs, so how to get them started, keep them moving, grow them, make them successful, and those topics are whole-of-state initiatives, generative AI, and data management. And those workshops are 45 minutes in length and will not be repeated. Great. Well, I look forward to trying out this new format. It's always interesting to see, you know, some new programming and how it all works out. So the past few conferences have featured sessions where attendees can meet with states and learn about their priorities. Is there something similar happening at annual? Yes. Monday afternoon, we will hold state CIO panels. Uh, there are two rounds of five concurrent sessions, so a total of 10 sessions that you can choose from, and they segment out state CIOs by region. So those panels will then have a casual discussion on what their priorities have been for the year and how they've progressed. Uh, they'll also provide their insights on a few topics explored um, in the CIO survey. Clearly, that is uh, kind of the through line to a lot of our sessions this year is relating it back to the CIO survey. These discussions are kind of a part two of the virtual state CIO panels that happened earlier this year. Um, and in those sessions, the CIOs shared their priorities for the upcoming year and the projects that they were most focused on. If anyone would like to go back and review those kind of in preparation for the part two, all of those recordings are housed in the NACIO community and are available for NACIO members. We're also doing something uh, new this year. There is a segment on the agenda Tuesday morning for the awards showcase. So this is the 35th anniversary of the State IT Recognition Awards, and to celebrate that milestone, the awards showcase will be a time for attendees to learn more about the recipient projects. So each winning state will be available to have kind of casual conversations about their projects and what it took to bring them to fruition, sort of a poster session style 
uh, if you will. Uh, this is also a great time just for some general networking among attendees. Very cool. Look forward to all of that as well. So one of the biggest differences between the programming at mid-year and the annual conference is that we have an awards dinner at annual. So what can we expect from the awards dinner this year? Yeah, I love the awards dinner. And uh, I will acknowledge that I'm a little biased because I also oversee the awards program. But I think there's just a wonderful sort of energy and camaraderie uh, to that evening. So during the dinner, we will honor NACIO corporate members that have reached a milestone in their membership with the association. We also award and honor a few individuals that have been outstanding leaders in the field of IT. And then the largest part of the evening is to present the state IT recognition awards and honor those recipients. And as I mentioned, this is the 35th anniversary of that program. So very exciting. I think there's a myth that the dinner is only for state members. And I want to make sure everyone knows that that is not the case. Anyone attending the conference is welcome to attend the awards and recognition dinner. Yeah, that sounds great. And I also, um, I went to my first one of these last year, and I just want to say, I know a lot of times we have in our heads sort of a picture of a stuffy awards dinner that's not a lot of fun and not good food. That is not the case here. It's a fun thing. You get to really see some cool work, and the food is excellent. So strongly encourage everyone to go. We always love to hear about the Give Back Partner, too. Tell us what organization we're working with this year to give back. Yeah, the Programs Committee selected American Indian OIC as the give back partner. Um, their mission is to empower American Indians who want to pursue career opportunities, um, and they help in that journey by providing education, training, and human services uh, within a culturally rich environment. So the Give Back Funds will support their Dakota Institute, which offers cost-free vocational IT training for high demand skill sets. Um, their team will be on site uh, to talk to folks during the conference. Um, we'll have the give back coffee bar, um, some other fun tie-ins, prizes for donors, uh, lots of fun stuff around the give back program. Um, if you're interested in learning a little more or making a donation, um, you can do that on our website or uh, through the conference app uh, once that is launched um, yeah, next week, I believe. Awesome. Sounds like a, a really great opportunity to, to give back. Um, and State Scoop did a feature on NACIO Conference Fashion for mid-year, so no pressure, but what should folks pack for annual? Well, I'm not sure that this is a very fashion-forward answer, um, but my recommendation would be comfortable shoes and layers. <laughs> One ballroom will be sweltering, and then the next breakout room will be freezing. So uh, pack layers. <laughs> Got it. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right, Emily. Well, I don't know how many lightning rounds you've been through with us so far, but I bet our listeners know more about you at this point than any other guest. So let's keep it going. Are you ready? I am. All right. Question one, since we're talking about jobs, what was your first job? I was a professional gift wrapper at the local mall during uh, holiday seasons. Amazing. And I have wrapped gifts side by side with you before, and yours are always better than everyone else's. <laughs> <laughs> you can always tell which gifts I wrap at the holidays because they're a mess. So I'm, I'm impressed. Um, what's something that you're secretly good at? Other than gift wrapping. Um, I was recently playing with my seven-year-old niece 
and realized that I can still do some mean cartwheels. So that was kind of a secret to myself. I haven't done a cartwheel in a long time. Nice. <laughs> uh, since I have an eight-year-old, I too have done some adult cartwheels, and they stretch differently than they used to. <laughs> that is very true. <laughs> All right. Uh, last question. What's something you've tried in the last few years that you didn't think you would like, but you actually did? This is a toughie. The thing that immediately comes to mind is food related. So I was recently in Paris with some friends and we did a food tour uh, where you sort of uh, walked along picking up different items and then we did a, a tasting at the end of the tour. And there was a duck liver pate with gherkin pickles. I do not like duck, I do not like liver, and I do not like pickles. <laughs> but somehow this combination was amazing. Um, it, it could have been the wine pairing, uh, or it could have just been that all of these uh, individually disgusting flavors came together uh, amazingly. So. Or just the overall glow of Paris. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. <laughs> Emily, thanks so much for your time today. We are definitely looking forward to being all together again in Minneapolis. And Emily, I just want to say that Nasio is so lucky to have you, and year after year, you come up with new ideas and innovations to keep our events fresh, and they somehow just get better and better. So thank you for all that you do. Oh, well, thank you, guys. I appreciate that. It's fun. It's great to see all of the work come to fruition in person and connect with all of our members. We have a really great group from the Nasio team to all of the state CIOs and corporate members and just a, a big, fun family. So. It is. We're looking forward to the event. Thanks, Emily. Thank you all. Thanks. Thanks again for listening to Nasio Voices. Nasio Voices is a production of the National Association of State Chief Information Officers, or Nasio. We hope to see you in Minneapolis. And in fact, Alex and I will be reporting in person. So if you'd like to be on Nasio Voices, stop by and see us during the breaks and answer a few of our on-site questions. Yes, please do. And we'll be back in two weeks with NASIO Executive Director Doug Robinson talking all about the 2023 State CO Survey.